I know what to do and you know what to do if your clothes get caught on fire. I, I know it's crazy. Nobody's clothes ever get caught on fire. But if they did, you'd still know exactly what to do, right? You would stop, drop, and roll. You would stop. You'd fall to the ground. You would put your hands over your eyes and your mouth, and you would roll until the fire was put out in your clothes. It's what they teach kids. It's what they teach emergency people. It's stop, drop, and roll. We actually took this term and we turned it into a training course for uh, frontline agents that talked about stop, drop, and roll when dealing with difficult people. And if that's something you're interested in, let us know and, and we'll send it to you. It's, it's a really great training program. But today I wanted to take stop, drop, and roll and I wanted to use it in podcast 106 and I wanted to talk about dealing with performance problems, which is dealing with people. Stop, drop, and roll. Of course, the role is R-O-L-E, not R-O-L-L. So with that, let's talk a little bit about where we might use it. Well, certainly we could be dealing with any sort of difficult employees with relation to performance, attitude, attendance. It doesn't really matter which particular area there is. When I say difficult, I'm talking about the kind of issue that would eventually allow the employee to work elsewhere. So it's that kind of difficulty. It could also be something that's the beginning of difficulty, but the components are still the same. Now, if you're someone who immediately thinks, oh my, HR has a set of rules that we need to use for PIPs, for verbal warnings, for written warnings, I'm not trying to change any of that. And whatever those rules are, they take priority. So I'm just trying to give you an overlaying concept that you can use and keep in mind when you're implementing whatever the program is that you need to use for your organization. Again, let me be crystal clear. I'm not trying to change your HR program. I'm not trying to get you to do something then you've been taught. However, I believe that stop, drop, and roll as a leadership principle can help you be more successful in what is always difficult, which is dealing with difficult people, difficult problems associated with people. So let's get right to it. First up is stop. You have to stop the momentum of poor performance. This is what you do as a leader. When something starts to go downhill in any category, it's your job to stop it and turn it around. That's your job. It's, it's not anybody else's job. It's your job if these people work directly for you. Now, it's not the most important job because the person that's really supposed to stop a change in performance is the person that actually has the poor performance. Again, whether it's adherence or high HT or attendance or attitude or maybe they're using slang or maybe they lack a particular skill, which is increasing talk time or poor QM scores, whatever it is. Your responsibility as their leader, as their first line of defense, and yes, I said first line of defense, you are their partner. You're the first person that's supposed to be helping them is to try to stop the momentum. And, and the way that you stop momentum is, is you bring the issue into the light so we can start to talk about it. We can start to set some expectations. We put the problem in the pool and start to swim around it and start to deal with it. 
you see, our, our first step is that we have to acknowledge that we have a problem. And I know you've seen that in the 12-step programs that they have with people that deal with any sort of chemical dependency or alcohol dependency, is you have to recognize that you have a problem. And sometimes the, the people in the front line will recognize that they've got a problem, but sometimes we need to go a step further and, and get them to acknowledge that they have a problem. And then, of course, once we acknowledge a problem and we agree that, that you have a problem and we need to fix it, which again, the frontline employee, they're the ones that have the problem. Together, we're going to fix it. Once, once we get at that point, then we can begin to repair it, uh, return to success, and watch that change occur. But your responsibility is to stop the momentum, which means that you've got to identify the problem, which means you need to be looking for the problem. And yes, the question is, where do you look for it? Well, I'm sure you're going to see it in performance numbers, but you want to see it before your leader sees it. And of course, you'll probably see it in either A, that your team averages, your team performance is going down, and you're going to know who the people are that are the successful ones, who the daisies are, the people that are getting by, and you're going to know the people that are poorly performing. But when we change performance, whether they're a rose, daisy, or a weed in your organization, you may decide that you want to fix a problem in any one of those categories. So... The obvious one is I've got a weed that's, that's not performing well. And we need to get them back up to some sort of a minimum standard. That may be the case, but it may also be a daisy that's been performing pretty average. Maybe they moved to the lower component of average and we want to move them up. Or maybe it's someone that's been a rose that's been very, very successful. They're above all the performance levels, but they've started to creep down into the daisy category. Remember, we're going to change and fix the performance changes in every category because that's how you remain successful. You're always going to have roses who are doing really well. You're going to always have daisies that are performing in the average, and you're always going to have weeds that are on the lower performance level. We need to make sure that we stop the momentum of performance changes in all of the categories. Now, we're going to deal with each one of them differently but, you know, if you've got a rose that all of a sudden turns into a daisy, but they're above the minimum standard, but they've always been a rose, we need to get them back to being a rose because you need that rose. They need that rose to be successful. So we're going to apply this across the board in all different areas. Do you do that? I mean, when you've got a rose that starts to perform less than rose-like, do you work on that? And yes, they're probably not going to get a pip because they're above mediocre performance. But if you want to excel, if you want to hit your numbers, we need to be working across all three of these categories. So we're first up, we're going, to, we're going to stop the momentum. The second thing that we're going to do is we're going to get a drop. We're going to get a drop on the plan to repair. And, and, and so immediately when you think of drop, I think of, well, I'm going to drop things. Well, the drop term that I'm using here is, is the drop definition that says we're going to achieve a distinct advantage over someone, especially through early or quick action. We're going to get a head start. We're going to get a drop on the change, which means that sometimes the change that occurs is, is nuanced. It, it's not a huge change. It's just the beginning of a trend down. Do, do you have the kind of reporting that'll show you those type of trends? Are you looking for those type of trends? And again, are you looking for those trends, whether it be a rose, daisy, or a weed? Because sometimes if you can get the drop early, if I can get the drop on a change in performance on the beginning of a slide, then we can arrest it and stop it quicker. And oh, by the way, 
We also want to be getting a drop on people that are actually performing better. We want to acknowledge both of those. We're not, we, we shouldn't be sitting around just looking for slides. We need to be looking for people that, that actually get better. And, and we need to get the drop on those and make sure that we're providing encouragement and we're recognizing those and we're encouraging them to continue to be successful. So, so don't lose sight that there's a component of that on both sides. But again, we're trying to get a drop and it means direct action and changes. This is what your employee is going to do with you. It means that your participation with them is really direct and really, really clear. And usually when I get the drop on somebody, when I have to sit down and talk to someone about poor performance, it means that there's probably going to be a little bit of conflict. There's going to be a little bit of conflict in the conversation. Are, are you okay with that? Are, are you okay with that kind of conflict? Do you stray away from it? Maybe conflict, maybe something you love and you just can't wait to get in, get in there and mix it up. But most people aren't like that. Most people don't really want to deal with conflict. They, they like when things are going really, really well. But we need to make sure that we get on the problem and we stay on it. It, it, it. It's always really important that you're tougher early, especially with new people that come on. If you get a drop quickly and they know that you're watching and they know that you care, they know that they're going to have that conversation. It's going to be something that they're going to expect. Listen, when, when you get the drop on somebody, when, when somebody changes their performance and you have to have a conversation with them about it, it's not the, it probably is the first time and it certainly won't be the last time that you have this conversation with them because that's really what coaching is all about. Coaching is all about assessing performance, analyzing performance, working together with them to make them better because a successful employee is an employee that's going to stick around. An employee that recognizes that their leader cares about them and wants to work with them to help them be more successful is someone that's going to stick around because they're going to recognize that you're vested in their best interests. I've told you over and over and over again, your employees are looking for three things. They're looking for a clear job description, which basically is their purpose. They need to understand where they fit and what their purpose is. The second thing they're looking for is the skills and tools to get their job done. And I'm telling you that that's where their joy comes from. That's where their contentment comes from. That gets them to stick around because they're successful. And the last thing they need is a leader that has their best interest in mind. And that's where they get their champion from. That's who you are. You are their champion. Because when I can bring purpose, joy, and champion to a frontline employee, or to any employee really, even if you're, you're, a, you're a step up in the ladder and you're working with supervisors or maybe you're the, the VP and you're working with directors, clear purpose, joy with skills and tools necessary to do their job and somebody that has their best interest in mind, their champion, makes all the difference in the world. And so what we need to do is we need to identify the problem for them and set the actions in place for them to change. And that might be more training. It might be setting an alarm clock. It might be you know, getting them to arrive four minutes early and maybe bringing a lunch because they don't have time to get a hot meal in the lunchtime that they're doing. Maybe it's to get them to stop saying something. Whatever it is, it's, it's a plan to move forward. And what we're going to do in this drop is we're going to watch them. We're going to encourage them. We're going to redirect them. We're going to set expectations. We're going to celebrate when they're successful. We're gonna accelerate even the smallest component of their change of whatever it is so that we know that they're successful. And this is not 
just one person. This is something we're doing for everyone. And we do that because we recognize the fact that the third component is we need to remember our role. Because we have to deal with everyone. You're a jack of all trades. We're gonna encourage, we're gonna discipline, we're going to redirect, we're going to coach, we're going to train, we're going to do all these things because that's our role. And our role is, R-O-L-E, is to make sure that we do it for all the different people in our organization for all the different reasons. And I like to call these the ENTS. So, and the ENTS are that we're gonna be consistent. We're not gonna be all over the place. We're gonna be very, very consistent in the way that we stop, the way that we drop, and certainly the way that we, we implement our role. Because consistency is so important. If I've got a leader that's just all over the place and they're not, they're not consistent in their coaching or consistent in the way that they go after particular problems, if there's not any consistency, then it, it puts me in disarray because I just don't know what's coming. And yes, it's great to be creative. It's great to be innovative, but I wanna remain consistent, especially when we're dealing with performance so that they know when their performance changes and you talk to them about it, again, whether it's positive or negative, that you're gonna be very, very consistent. The second thing we're gonna do is we're gonna be persistent. And this is probably where most people fall off the most because they have to take a deep breath, especially if it's a big problem and we sit down and we have the conversation and we're sweating and it's really, really uncomfortable. And once we've done it, we go, Whew, I've done that. that, that's really great. I, I don't have to do that again. Well, we need to be persistent. Because the reality is the next day, a couple days later, the next week, I may need to deal with that issue, but I may need to add another one as well. And you'll know the employee and you'll know their ability of how much they can actually take on. And you'll get a sense of whether I wanna fix one problem at a time or whether I need to address a second one as well. But we need to be persistent because that is your job as a leader is to be consistent and to be persistent. The next one is, next int is we also need to be an assistant. You're there to help. You're the first line of success or failure. This is how you're a champion for the people that work for you. They know that you're on their side. Now, being on their side might still mean that you don't necessarily like what they're doing or the performance that they're having, but you're still on their side. I've always joked with my kids. I always tell my kids, listen, I love you. You may not have favor with me, because at this particular moment, based on what you did, you don't have my favor, but I've, I've never stopped loving you. And so as their assistant, you're always on their side. You're always working with them. You are their very first line of defense, and you're also their very first line of success or failure. But you're there to help. And by the way, if your drop on the circumstances, if your repair if your uh, reward or recognition or whatever the plan is that you put in place isn't actually going to help and isn't actually assisting them, and it's pretty blatantly obvious that you're just, you're just bearing down on them and you're not really trying there to help, you're just there to point out what's wrong, they're probably not going to get fixed. They're probably not going to step alongside with you and work with you. If you haven't heard it, which I'm sure you have, the number one reason that people leave their job is because of their direct person that they're working for. And they've got to respect you and they've got to know that you're on their side and you have their best interest in mind. If it's something that you don't, they're going to see it pretty readily. If you're going to leave the company because of you or they're not going to want to stick around because of you. And we want both of those things to occur in a contact center. So it's really important that you also, one of your ints is 
that you are an assistant of theirs. And then finally, we need to be insistent. It's the last int, which means that this is going to happen. We're going to have clear communication and we're going to be insistent upon the repair. Because sometimes people need a little extra push. Sometimes people need to see that intensity, the veracity that you're going to help them get better. You're going to be right there with them and you're going to push them to get better. I love the story. There was a story a long time ago of a guy by the name of Lou Holtz that was a, he was a coach for the Notre Dame football team. And he started in the beginning of the year and he said to the folks, he had the whole team together. Listen, how bad do you guys want to be successful? I mean, I think we've got the potential to be a national championship football team, but I need to know that you guys are all in to make that happen because I have to lead you. I have to coach you. So he said, listen, if you want to be a national champion and you want me to do everything possible to make you successful, I mean, you literally want me to do everything possible to make you successful, I need you to stand up. Stand up if you want me to help you be the most successful world champions that you can be. Well, of course, every single football player stood up. Well, so when it was the middle of November and it was 25 degrees outside, and they had to run another set of wind sprints or they had to run over a plane for the fourth or fifth time, he would constantly say, well, well guys, listen, listen, this is not my fault. This is your fault. You asked me, I, I asked you, do you want me to do everything that it takes to make you successful and, and you to be a national champion? You guys said, yes, absolutely. Matter of fact, you, you all stood up. So, so I'm just doing what you asked me to do, which was to help you be a national champion by doing everything in my power to make you, to put you in a position to be successful, to accomplish what it was you need to accomplish. And that's really what you're doing with the insistence is, is you're helping them be successful. And yes, it's your particular management style. And yes, um, they've obviously got a personality and you're working together to help them be successful. When your clothes catch on fire, it's pretty quick. You know exactly what to do. You stop, drop and roll. Well, when somebody's performance changes, especially when it changes for the worse, we need to step in. We need to stop the momentum. We need to get the drop on the problem. We need to remember our role and do all the ints, which are the consistent, persistent, be an assistant, and be insistent. Are you ready to perform your role? Are you ready to put out the fire of poor performance? If you are, you're going to do it with HR in mind. We're going to make sure that we do exactly what HR wants us to do. But I think this is a program that probably will help you a little bit and will certainly make you recognize the urgency necessary to change difficult performance. Leadership is never easy. Leadership requires a lot of hard work and a lot of focus. And great leadership comes from hard work and focus. Are you a great leader? I keep saying it over and over again. Hopefully, when I say, are you a great leader, you shake your head. And maybe you think, you know what? There's a couple of areas that I could really work on. And that means that you need to get somebody to come alongside and help. Hopefully these podcasts have helped you. And hopefully they're providing some insight and, and maybe that extra advantage, that extra edge that's gonna make you stand out, that maybe will make you get a promotion or, or get a new bonus or get more responsibility. Because if, if, if you have a desire to be successful, if you have a desire to be a great leader, then that's the way you get it done. And then you take the leadership skills and tools that you know, and you bring somebody else along as well. 
It's been great to talk to you this week. I look forward to talking to you next week. As I always say, if there's a particular area, a particular focus where I might help you get the drop on a particular issue, how to coach somebody on an issue, uh, maybe you've got a political issue, maybe you've got an issue with your leader, maybe you're looking for some sort of a strategic advantage or a way to step out, or you've got a problem that you see, but you just haven't figured out how to solve, drop me a note, let me know. I'll either be happy to help you individually or maybe do a podcast on that particular area. As always, it's a privilege and a pleasure to talk to you. Look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now.